Chat me up. Chat me up. Chat chat me up. Chat me up. Chat me up. Chat me up. Chat chat me up. Chat me up. Chat me up. Chat me up. Chat chat me up. Chat me up. Chat me up. Chat me up. Chat chat me up. What up everybody? We back. We back. It's the Nation of Podcation Podcast. It's the People's Podcast. The People's Podcast. Shout out to the fans, our nation. Thanks Thank for you. the listens, likes, love, and support at InPodcation on Twitter and Nation of Podcation on Instagram and Facebook. We always interact with our fans and never too good to follow back. The optimistic of opportunity, the oracle of ideas, I'm O'Shea. I'm here with the reigning, defending, undisputed, self-proclaimed people's champ, John B. Yo, yo, yo. And Mr. Last Name Song, straight from the hip with the cannon, Shannon. What's happening? Can't call it my friend. This week is our first. Chat me up. Chat, chat me up. Hey, chat me up. Chat, chat me up. Segment. RIP Topic Tuesday. We're going to go ahead and put a rest to that one. But, chat me up. This is our new segment we're going to do. This week we're going to start it off with the influence from video games on society. So, with all these mass shootings going on, there's been a lot of emphasis on video games having an effect on people in society negatively and being an influence in them acting out these acts of violence in the real world. So first off, I'm going to ask you guys, what are some of you guys' favorite video games? Um, Chat me up. I would say for for me, uh, definitely like Mario's a staple. Um, I get down with a lot of the, the fighting games, uh, Call of Duty here and there for sure. Um, some of the sports games. Um, those are some of like my standouts that I could think of, like the fighting Mario and then Call of Duty. Okay, John B. Yeah, I'm along that same vein. Sonic, Mario. I'm trying to think what else. All the fighting games, you know. Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, all of those, uh, the 2K, NBA 2K, okay. that whole series, definitely for sure. Okay, okay. Me, I like 2K, NBA 2K, Madden, um, WWE 2K, and I also like uh, Call of Duty, Zombies, I love zombie hunting, that's one of my favorite games as well. So how do you guys feel about those video games? Would you consider those video games that we listed violent? Um, I would definitely say like the Call of Duty, like the shooters, um, and then like the fighting games for sure. Um, not so much Mario unless you just want to run around jumping on people's head, which is like almost impossible to do. Right, right, definitely, <laughs> definitely. John B., what about you, man? What do, you, what do you consider those video games that we listed off? Would you consider majority of them violent? Not the majority, like Shannon said, the fighting games for sure, like Mortal Kombat, you know, with all the the brutality and, you know, all the different types of ways they would show the violence on there with the blood and everything like that. So, yeah, I would say that a lot of, not all of them, or maybe about half of them, I would say. Okay, so majority of my video games that I enjoy would be, I would consider violent (laughs) because... From the fighting video games to the Call of Duties to the 
Grand Theft Autos, mm-hmm. all those type of video games have That's a lot of violence in them, whether you know it's killing or plotting to kill something or someone or some group. The video games that I enjoy do have violence in them. How do you guys feel about this generation's video games compared to our generation's video games? Because we are mid-30s. How do you guys feel about what they had to see versus what we had to see? I mean, coming up for us, it was more of a like cartoon sprite until you got into uh, like the the Mortal Kombat's where they use yeah, like yes. the photorealism mm-hmm. 2D effect. Yeah. But yep. now it's it's very different because it's a 3D world. They they're really big on like the the cell shade, making it look as real as possible, especially with like your Grand Theft Autos, yep. and your Call of Duties. Yeah. Um, even now to some of your your RPG, like your role playing games, like your Final Fantasies and and things of that nature with like Mass Effect. Like those characters are starting to become more and more real. To the and they're point, first person too. Exactly Exactly. So it puts you kind of like in the eyes of the ante- the, the protagonist. Yep. John B, chat me up. Nah, I, I couldn't agree more. I think that uh, you're going to have with these type of... Uh, I think with these video games, that, like you said, they're just more realistic. You're just more in tune in that, like you said, that first person type of mentality. And being able to have the ability to really get into the actual effect of the game and feel it at a different level that we didn't just have, you know, when we were coming up, we didn't have games that just were just at that level yet, you know, at that level of detail and intensity and all those type of things there. So I think it definitely can have more of an effect uh, to the youth now just because of, you know, they didn't really have that, you know, they're coming directly into like, uh, you know, almost kind of being like desensitized you know to a certain respect because it's already coming at such a violent level where we kind of like graduated to that level to that space and now it's it's just i don't know i think it just like you said with all the details it's just at a different level now i like to graduate to that because that kind of has a lot to do with what i'm what i what i have to say uh i think we uh are evolving i think from the first video games from like the 60s 70s 80s 90s society evolves the video games are going to evolve so as you know the society starts to change things start to get more accepted in society things start to get more accepted in the video games the only thing is the video games are going to push that mark because they're games just like you know even board games, Monopoly, everybody starts off with a whole bunch of money and starts buying up property. Not happening in real life, it's a game. You know, so the, everything is, you know, exaggerated in the game. I think, you know, from playing video games when I was young and playing video games now, what the kids have to see, and it's a lot different, it's a lot harsher, it's a lot more violent, it's more graphic. So they are exposed to a lot more violence than we were, but I just think that, like you said... A lot earlier. And a lot earlier. I just think that society is starting to get desensitized from that. So just like when we were growing up, uh, Mortal Kombat didn't seem like that big of a deal to me as a kid, you know, but the older generation it did, but now we're starting to be the older generation and starting to see, you know, the people, and the people uh, older than us, they're starting to look at these video games like, oh, these are first person shooters, you can literally walk around a whole city, pull out a gun, walk up to somebody's car, shoot them, throw them out, hop in and take off, and you can really emulate that in real life. So I can see where, you know, 
the older generation struggles with you know our perception of the video games do you guys monitor what games that your kids play currently uh, definitely do most of the games that my kids play are from uh, Roblox uh, it is a trashy looking game like you can tell that it is a open community like based like game creation like simulator almost because it's like multiple games on there but okay. the games that they play on there are kind of like tag but like in a virtual setup mm -hmm. or like they'll do uh, like a walk the runway <laughs> where they're like models they got to pick out clothes and goofy looking stuff like that I know a big one that they play a lot is flee the facility where they're like hacking into computers okay, but they don't now which which kids uh age group is this because well my my younger three they are from four under they they're not really into like the video games and all that stuff just right. yet they'll probably get there eventually but my my older half are all into like roblox and, and stuff of that nature they okay. do play with me uh super smash brothers on nintendo but it's more like colorful it's bright you're knocking someone off of a stage. You're not actually killing someone. Right, right, definitely. John B. Yeah, I monitor what what my son does. He really likes playing the old school Nintendo stuff. So he likes playing the the old school Mario Mario Brothers Three is his his favorite. He likes being able to get into the different characters, you know, on there, you know, that Mario can switch into. So he likes playing that. Um, yeah, really, he's just not at that age where he's just really into it like that yet. Uh, he does have a he does have a switch, and but he's playing like the old school Sonic stuff on there. So he he really likes the old school stuff. So okay, me okay, mine is a little bit different. <laughs> uh, I have a thirteen, soon to be fourteen year old daughter. Kind of does her own thing. She has the Fortnites, the Call of Duties. She plays them. I play along with her. Um. Yeah, so I, I, I do monitor what she plays because she plays what I play. But we had those conversations that this is a game. Uh, this is entertainment. This is for fun. This isn't real life. You know, she's not going to go out and, you know, fi try to find a terrorize gun somewhere people. and terrorize a group of people just because she saw that she could do that in a video game. We have explained right, right. to her the difference between entertainment, just like in a movie or a music video, entertainment, things, crazy things happen in those in entertainment environments, just like in video games. So do you think there should be age limits for video games, or do you think it should just be a free-for-all and be the parent's judgment? Uh, definitely shouldn't be a free-for-all uh, just because you can literally pick up like anything off the shelf and jump into a world of craziness um, yeah. and for that to be like your first experience or second or third or whatever it may be for you as a, a young like child not a young adult but a young child that can cause a just a, a whole mind F of just different things and I don't right, think right. that kids that young should just jump into like a, a Best Buy or a GameStop and, or a Walmart or wherever they get their games from and just start <coughs> buying up whatever they want I don't think you should have that choice okay okay John B yeah I totally agree There's you think no, there should be an age yeah, limit for video games there definitely should be there's got to be rules and regulations in place to make sure these kids aren't like Shannon was talking about overexposing themselves to things that their mind really can't process and, you know, 
traumatizing them in ways and stuff like that. It's just unnecessary. You know, it's just going down a road you just don't have to. So I think you should definitely put age restrictions in there for, you know, the different types of games that you, you know, that you put out there. Agreed, agreed. Uh, the video game system, they usually have uh, their system in place where they, you know, they lame, they label the games, you know, MA13, MA17. They have labels for them. So, you know, young kids can't just go in there and say, hey, I want to get this game that's, you know, rated for yeah. 17 you know, year old yeah, kids even, and up. Like even when you ring out, like uh, at my store, for example, like even when you ring out, it asks for ID of this. Like if the child is like under a certain age, you can't produce an ID, obviously. <laughs> and even right. if you have one, you if you're under that age, you can't get the game. Yeah, it clearly states on that ID you are too young for that. So, do you guys think that video games play a part in these mass shootings that have been happening? Seems like almost every week now. Um, to a certain degree, yes, but I want to say no at the same time. Uh, the reason why is, to me, a, a double-sided answer is because I think it's more of the parent monitoring than mm -hmm. it is the actual game. Like, if the, the parents can have more control over it versus them, like, thinking that it's break time, let me do what I got to do, and here, yeah. sit in front of the idiot box and play your Grand Theft Auto to your heart's content, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. that causes the issue. Especially if you don't really know what's going on in your child's life. Like, at school, they might be getting bullied, and Call of Duty right. might be the only thing that, like, that's like the release. Gives them out. That's the release. Yeah. Exactly. And then what happens when you play enough of like Call of Duty? You put all these hours in. You got people in that online community that are telling you, you know, hey, this is how we should be in real life. And boom, boom, boom. I'm, they might be playing, but that kid that's been bullied at school is thinking to themselves, like, hey, he might have a damn point. Yep. Let me figure out how I can go in dad's uh, gun cabinet and get this AR or whatever and take care of business. And I think that falls on the parent because, like, if you allow that child to sit up there and play games to their heart's content, especially those violent ones, that's what's going to happen. And that's usually the story that we hear yeah. at the end of these news reports. Yep. Yeah, I can agree with that. I can agree. I, I think that video games do give kids an outlet. Sometimes that outlet isn't always positive. They, I, I feel like they can go around in the video game like your Grand Theft Autos of the world, and you can literally plan a whole robbery right there on the game. You know, you can go around and literally go into stores, plan a robbery, plan an escape route, plan how you're going to get away. You can literally do that in the game. So I, I do think that it does affect that portion of it because that, that's an influence right there. The gamer side of me wants to say no so bad just, just because video games to me have always been innocent fun i've always it's always been a way for me and my friends you know you guys you know to to connect and play video games and have fun and have an outlet and yeah. be competitive yeah. with each other so i the gamer part of me wants to say no it doesn't but the parent and adult in me wants to say yes just because of some of the things that you can do in these games yeah john b chat me up how you feeling about that um, I think the the thing about it is it doesn't have to be just a one-sided type of 
idea to the to the argument. I think that yes, violent video game, vi- blah, blah, blah. violent video games can have a part in you know these mass shootings as far as you know development of kids and things of that nature. But to me, I just feel like it does go to the parenting. Like you have to be involved in your kid's life and understand what they're going through and ask the right questions to them and you know go to the school functions and do those type of things and really be involved to really get an understanding to know what what is going on because to me that's just only a small part of it that's just really adding fuel to whatever fire is really brewing inside of your child whatever is really like you said are they getting bullied or are they not getting good grades or are they you know whatever the case whatever they're going through you know if they're not have, getting the outlet of any kind and you're just sitting them in front of a vi- violent video game all day where that's just only going to breed more violent tendencies because that's what their only outlet is. That's their only refuge. That's the only thing that, like you said, gives them any comfort, any you know release at all. So it can play a part, but I just don't think it overall, I think it does come down to the parenting, you know, being the, the biggest aspect of it, being involved to try to catch things like this, you know, before they become a big issue. Yeah, yeah, definitely agree. Shannon, how you feeling about that? Um, I'm going to say this. Um, I feel like with, with video games, it does have this, like, I feel like we've been kind of like bashing it a little bit, but at the same time, I do want to bring up like some of the positive things that video games have like evolved to and produced. They're like, there's kids out here getting paid like to play these video games. So I don't want to necessarily like, like scare my kids away from it. I want them to know, yeah, you know, be yeah. responsible about it. Right, um, right. The like, cause literally, like I think it was two weeks ago, a sixteen-year-old banked three million dollars off of Fortnite. If my daughter or one of my sons banked uh, three million off of Fortnite, hell yeah, let's get paid. Yeah. You know, they have yeah. tournaments at main event up the way for NBA Two K every year. They yeah. have Two K tournaments. They have Madden tournaments where you can win. Five thousand, ten thousand dollars just playing video games. So it's definitely a, a source of income for for kids now and for grownups alike. And I don't want you know just this conversation to be based on like the the negative side of it because good right, like video right. games can create jobs now. Like you can. Yep. What if you decide you know I love how they did like the artwork on here. I want to be a designer for a game. I want to True. create a story True. for a game. I want to do mm-hmm. coding. I want to go yeah. to college and learn how to do all this so I can actually be a part of a game that I want to love and create and help other people love and and make them grow. So I I want to say that there are good avenues for gaming. There's a lot sure. more good than there are bad, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I just feel like it falls on us as parents to make sure that our kids are seeing the good things out of gaming and not just letting them run wild. I agree with that. I yeah. just think parents sure. need to pay more attention to what their kids are doing. If you see your kids are starting to have a disconnect with you or society, you should reach out to your child, have a conversation with them. If they're starting to be distant, talk to them, bring them back in, don't don't let them use an outlet to express their negativity and then that negativity could be you know come to fruition when you know when they're upset and want to take that out on society i just like i agree with you guys i think the parents just need to pay more attention so fellas comments chat me up keep it simple be a parent to your kids won't have these issues 
That's what's up, Shannon. I agree 100%. Me too, me too. Parents, just focus on your kids. World, thank you. First episode. We'll see you guys next week. We out. Chat me up. Chat me up. Chat me up.